So for our personal development session today, we're in conversation with Michelle Potter. She is uh, an executive director at Say Yes Mentoring. Say Yes. Uh, Michelle, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Sure. And we're also joined on the line by Amina Pululu, who is a mentee of this program. Amina, um, we're going to, of course, let you listen into the conversation, but I'll bring you in a little bit later on. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Yes, I can hear you very well. Okay, great. Today we're of course talking about the the importance rather of mentoring and you know that relationship between a mentor and their mentee. M- Michelle, let me begin with you. What mm-hmm. is mentorship? When we talk about mentorship, what are we really describing here? And speak to me about what could be the informal aspects of mentorship and the more formalized structures of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, mentoring can look in look very differently depending on the organization you're working with or, or whether or not it's formal or informal mentoring but mentoring at say yes is formal mentoring it's formal and it's structured mm. and the role of the mentor at say yes is to provide guidance advocacy and support to their mentee we um we 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 ensure that our mentors don't give advice. Advice might be wrong and often isn't very well received. So in order to change the perspective of the person they're working with, we train our mentors to um, to do active listening and to do p- perspective sharing. So when very often, well, this is really how we all are, all of our perspectives are changed is when we hear somebody else's perspective rather than being told this is what you must or mustn't do. Um, to the question of informal versus formal, mm-hmm. We don't like informal mentoring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell so, me why. Tell I'll me tell, why. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. So this is something that we have put all our passion and time and lives into for the last 12, 13 years. And we've mm-hmm. done a lot of research and we've done a lot of case studies and, and, and. And um, informal mentoring can actually be damaging. Very often when two people have a, an informal mentoring relationship, the mentee doesn't know if they're able to call a mentor. There's, there's no, if there's no structure in place, this is it. You must, in our program, in our, in our formal structured mentoring program, we're very clear with mentors and mentees how often they meet, how they interact, the length of time they're meeting for. It's a nine-month program. They meet once a week for one hour at least. They may want to spend more time, but it's a minimum of an hour a week. And, and we know from all the research that it has to be seven to nine months and we we go for nine months of one hour a week in order to have a positive impact that consistency is really important informal mentoring when the mentor hasn't been trained doesn't really know their role might be dishing out advice um the mentee might just hang on their every word might not know when and if they can call them also this this it might continue over many years and the relationship might change. It's it's really important in our opinion, especially working with youth, um, that, that, that we deliver a formal structured mentoring program. But I must say it's not prescribed. We work with 14 to 25-year-olds. So we don't set goals and deadlines and targets for them. They set them themselves within their match, which is the mentor and the mentee. 
Michelle, you've said so much that that I actually have uh, quite a number of questions on. Oftentimes when somebody is looking for a mentor, Mm. they're in many ways looking for advice. So Mm. they would like to be told what to do. Right. Mm. They, 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 they're like, I'm looking for direction. And mm. if the mentor is obviously somebody that they know, that they trust, that they respect, mm. they're more likely to, um, you know, implement whatever advice that is given. So what made you take the route of having your mentors not give advice, but in fact, mm. getting their mentees to think, I suppose, critically about their lives, interrogate, mm. reflect on their own plans for their own lives and be able to make decisions independently so out of that process? Well, ours is an evidence-based program. So we know what works and what doesn't work and what is effective and what isn't effective. Our program director has got a PhD in research psychology. So everything that we do is tried and tested. Mm. So that's where that's where it came from. And I mean, you just explained exactly why it's a good idea to not give advice, to have people explore and discuss. So, you know, it's, it's through questioning and active listening and perspective sharing that, that um, young people that we work with find their own solutions. And of course, that's much more rewarding for them rather than having been told by somebody else, this is what you must do. Mm. Uh-huh. I think we, I think we yeah. often have the answers ourselves. We're just not sure whether or not they are right. Mm. And, and it's, mm. it's helpful to have them teased out with somebody. Mm. When people also sometimes look at the idea of having a mentor, they think I need to find, so if for example, somebody is vying for a CEO position or they see themselves, you know, being a big corporate leader, they might feel that a CEO should be their mentor. Is that the way that it works? And how do you uh, assign people to mentors? What is the criteria that you look at? Mm. So, So our criteria for mentors is that they must be over the age of 26, they must be independent, knowledgeable, and experienced with 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 strong networks. Um, they must go through a very rigorous recruitment and screening process with us because they might tick all those boxes that I've just listed, but this might just not be the right time for them to be mm. mentoring a young person in our program. Mm. So we need to make sure that we are a good match for each other. Um, so that's really what the... Sorry, have I lost track with the question now? You asked me with a mentor. Who's the mentor? What... what so, no, 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 you, you, you're still asking, you're still answering part of the question. So the criteria that is used to match yeah. people up. Oh, how we do the yes, matching. Okay, yes. good. Well, so, of course, everything had to change with COVID. We had mm-hmm. to go online. Um, and so last year, we weren't able to do the matching as we'd always done, although we are we are changing that back to, to our original way this year, uh, although we're still online. Um, so... Before COVID, all our mentoring was done in person. Now it's done remotely um, through video phone calls. Mm. The training that the mentors go through, as I said, is quite rigorous. And we also put the mentees through training so they know what, what is expected of them. And during their training, we talk to them about the mentors. Some of them have had a number of mentors with us before. They sign up year after year, so they know how it works. But for the new ones... Uh, it's essential that they know that they get to choose their mentor. Mm-hmm. So we put them. We, we we run a number of activities where mentors are really pitching themselves, and the mentees are in the position of power. So they're putting to different groups, and 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 the mentors are talking about their educational background, their their work background, and their failures as well as their successes. 
and also their personality type. Are they uh, um, an introvert, an extrovert, and how has that served them in their lives? Mm-hmm. The mentees get to listen to all of this and, and take notes if they, if they want to, and then start to think about which one of these people they want to be their mentor. And then once we've done all these different activities, then we have what we call a speed link activity, which is basically speed dating, and they get a couple of minutes with each mentor the mentees do to ask some questions to learn a little bit more about them and at the end of this process then the the mentees are asked to indicate their first second and third choices Mm -hmm. now we've got to try and um work out how to do that online which we're going to do from this year Uh, but in the last year we've had to 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 make the matching ourselves because suddenly everybody had to make rapid changes due Mm -hmm. to covid Mm -hmm. Amina, let me bring you into the conversation here and ask, why did you begin seeking a mentor? What were you really looking for? Um, Well, in the beginning, really, I wouldn't say I was seeking a a mentor because um, um, I joined the program when it just began and I didn't really know anything about the program or Mm. that it even existed. Um, But what I would say to answer your question is what motivated me to like join the program is, is that um, I felt like um, what the program stood for is exactly what I needed. I think I was in grade, either in grade, yeah, I was in grade 11 that time. And for me, it felt like the perfect time to have someone, especially when you're in care and you're in a home and not knowing where you're going to after this, mm-hmm. where your life is going through after this, um, mm-hmm. and where your career is going to go, where you're going to be living, who you're going to be living with, and how what what is life outside of the children's home. Um, mm-hmm. So that is what drew me to the program in the beginning. What are the issues that um, having a mentor had has helped you be able to work through? And I, I would imagine even the questions about your own life and your own future. Um, well, like Michelle said, like the, we aren't given like advice, but we are given mm. guidance, mm. Um, and that is one thing that um, I have received a lot and that has helped me to think as you said critically about the decisions that i make for myself and mm-hmm. not only for myself but how this decision that i'm going to make i'm going to make or about to make or considering to make is going to affect others or is going to affect my life or is going to affect my future um one of those examples would be um one of my what i feel is one of my biggest achievements is um, being able to save a huge sum of money mm. um, so that I could go on and do what I wanted to do, and that was dance teaching and teaching dance. And mm. I was able to um, stay at the job that I was not really happy at, but I was saving, and I had my mentor guide me through that time. Like, are you able to leave now? Asking the critical questions, are you financially ready to leave? Um, mm. Emotionally, what is it like? And what it what is the environment like um do you think that you would be able to cope um in this environment and how much longer do you think you're going to be able to cope mm-hmm. if you leave what is going to happen what are you going to go and do um do you have a plan mm-hmm. do you have the next job do you have enough money saved um all of those things and 
that is also one thing that I'd learned from my previous mentor before that is, is, is saving. And mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do that at that particular moment, at that particular job. But at my next job, I was able to continue from what my mentor had taught me mm-hmm. um, and carry that on with my next mentor. And she was able to ask me the critical questions that I would not have thought of myself. Do you think that having a mentor helped you think through decisions to the extent that you um, are in a position where you don't make mistakes that perhaps other people are making out there? I think so, definitely. I definitely didn't. Actually, I don't even think so. I know so for sure because... Mm -hmm. um, I often have this conversation with some friends sometimes where I'm just ranting about um, a colleague that I was working with and with someone that I was working with. I'm like, I can't understand why this person is not doing this. Like, how can you leave the job and and not have this plan? How can you do this mm. and not have this plan? For me, it seems like something like that is, is so normal to do, but it's something that I was taught to do and, and that I also have to understand is that not everybody was taught that. Mm. And fortunately, I was I was taught that to plan ahead, uh, to think ahead, um, to have a plan of, of, of action and to know where I'm going to next, to know what I'm doing next, to know um, the decisions that I'm going to make, how it's going to affect my life, how it's going to affect my future and how to plan my future better and... Mm. I think definitely having a mentor has definitely helped me see that and helped me see how different my life would have been compared to um, friends that I have around me that do not do this, uh, do not do similar things. Michelle, I'm listening to Amina, and one of the things that that stands out for me is part of what you were saying earlier around mm. running a mentorship program that mm. has actual deliverables. Mm. So effectively, if you know. If, if if I have somebody that I call my uh, a mentor and we meet maybe once every two years and have coffee, does that still count <laughs> as a mentorship relationship? And and that's often how it plays out in, in corporate spaces, you know, where uh, you have either young professionals who get to meet and interact with the people that they admire. These are busy people with busy schedules. And, they you know, they say they enter into uh, this mentorship relationship very informal uh, like mm-hmm. i said you have a coffee does that still count as as mentorship should we be calling that mentorship no <laughs> i i mean michelle you're breaking hearts it's not gonna it doesn't it doesn't look good on the forbes 100 list (laughs) to not have these individuals on there to say no i was mentored by this individual (laughs) did they have say yes training before they gave you that mentoring (laughs) (laughs) i see where you're going with this now (laughs) (laughs) yeah not sure what happened there we seem to have lost michelle on the line amina are you still there um yes i am still here okay michelle hello michelle possibly be load shading i don't yeah. know yeah oh man you know we're just losing out in terms of 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 these lines but perhaps amina before i let you go maybe let me yeah. know just to other young people out there who are listening to the show what advice would you give them when it comes to um having a mentor those who are thinking about pursuing such a relationship 
Um, the advice that I would give them is firstly to just go for it, you know. Mm. Um, it's either you like it or you don't. And the, pos- and the chances of you not liking it, I promise you. I'm not just saying this because I am. I've been through the program, but um, I have also, I'm also saying this because I've seen the benefits of being through the program. Mm. Um, it's, it's something that is, is really absolutely beneficial to your life, and it helps you in so many ways. And like Michelle said, they, they don't, nobody sets goals, nobody sets goals for you. Um, it's also, it also creates a network of support for you as every year you get a new mentor and it's not like you're saying like you have a mentor and you meet with them like Mm -hmm. every two years or something like that but I have a network of support where even though I'm not with that mentor anymore I know that if I need help in a specific field Mm -hmm. I can go to this person I can go to that person and I would say that like if if you are that person that that wants that in your life, if you feel like you have areas in your life that you're struggling with, or you have questions, or you want to start a business, or you want to study, or you just need information, or you just need someone to talk to, someone to talk to, because like really during COVID, it has been hard for everyone. Um, and I would definitely advise young people if you have goals and aspirations, which most young people. Do, mm-hmm. I would advise them to definitely um, join the program. Would you be a mentor? Is that something that you've thought about? Um, I have been asked to be a mentor um, this year as mm-hmm. I am turning 27. So as Michelle said, the program, um, you receive a mentor until you are 26. So I've just graduated. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, so I've, de- I've done my nine months. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I am considering um, being a mentor this year. I'm really, really excited um, to be a part of this program and to see the other side of, of the program, you know, mm-hmm. because I've always been on the other side, being a mentee and um, being the one having to receive the advice and the, the uh, guide, not really the advice, sorry, the guidance. Mm. So I'm really excited to see what it is like on the other side and um, really looking forward to be of, of help and of support to anyone who needs it. All right, Amina, thank you so much for joining us on the program today. Amina Pululu, who is a mentee of the Say Yes uh, Mentoring Program. Uh, Michelle, I've got 20 seconds for you, perhaps your parting shot. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Hi, Michelle. There we go. Hi. If anybody's considering mentoring or if they're not sure or if they just want to learn something, learn learn about it, they should get in touch with us. They should go to our website and and request some information. It's www.saiesmentoring.org. Have a chat with us. If you're a corporate, do you want to give us some funds to support our program? or a foundation or any mentors that are looking to do some good work uh, or some mentees indeed, please get in touch. We're happy to chat with anybody who wants to get involved. All right, fantastic. Michelle Potter is the Executive Director of Say Yes Mentoring. A completely different perspective, right, on how a formal mentoring process can and should look like. It's 11 o'clock. Utile Sauku standing by with your latest news.